1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Now, last week we focused on detached homes and detached home sales. Can we focus this week on condo sales? What does it look like? Well, condo sales, I mean, we've heard a lot of stories about how they've been down. And uh, when we're looking at the numbers for 2020, we're actually up 9.02% in terms of sales volume. And that's in total. The 905 condo market has pretty much been on fire. It's been up 14.5%. And that is a very healthy increase from last year. Before we look specifically at the numbers in York Region, are you surprised even a little bit about the condo sales numbers? Because we have heard those stories about people wanting to have more space, especially if they are going to continue to work from home. So does it leave you a little bit surprised that condo sales are still doing well? Yes and no, Tina. And the reason I'm going to say that is because there's a lot of people leaving the downtown core and moving up to the 905. And what they're finding is a condo may be what they can afford right now in the 905. So the 14.5% increase in condo sales for York Region for the 905 area is actually, it's a very healthy increase. And you would take that in any given year. Uh, What we're also finding, though, is the average price point. The average for a condo last year was $478,755. This year, that price point has been pushed up. It's 540491 So that's over a $60,000 increase in average price point. And in 905, you're looking at a 13% increase in price point for condos. And what do you think then is driving people out of the downtown core and into the 905 and beyond condo market? There's a lot of people that are working from home now, so they want to be, you know, maybe closer to family. They want to be out of the city. And I think that is the main reason we're starting to see people migrate from the downtown core to the 905. They don't actually have to be right downtown close to their work or anything like that. So they're making that move up north. We're seeing all the way up to cottage country, there's been an influx of people that have just decided that that's where they want to be. And 905 is no different. People are moving up north. It's you know, it's, there's more space, there's more parks, it, it, there's a lot more for them to enjoy in terms of green space and uh, just being away from the, the action in the city. Now, what about in terms of price point? What does it cost price per square foot in York Region for a condo as compared to a uh, 416 condo? So the 416 condos, you know, we're looking at average price points right now for the new buildings that are coming up, about $1,400 a square foot. And in York Region, you can still get condos for about $1,000 or $800 a square foot. And that is, again, one of the contributing factors. Then the other thing is when you're buying in York Region, you're only paying the one land transfer tax. 
you're not paying the city of Toronto land transfer tax. So you have a double land transfer tax when you're buying a condo in Toronto. Now, we promised to talk about specifically here in York Region. What areas do you want to focus on? I would say the three hottest areas, Tina, in York Region for condo sales are Markham. Uh, Markham had 89 sales for condos in August. Vaughan was right there with 73 sales and Richmond Hill with 51. What does that mean? Well, last year, Markham only had 70 sales. Vaughn had 56, so they were both up. Richmond Hill, surprisingly, was down. They had 58 sales last year and 51 this year. So I always ask you this question, what does it look like as we officially head into fall? As we head into fall, it is going to pick up. We had a couple of quiet weeks uh, at the end of August, if you remember when we were talking about those. So as we close out September now or head to the mid part of September, we're looking at the market picking up activity, and, and we've seen that over the past week. We're looking for that to continue through, and it's going to be busy till uh, probably November, early December, so we're not going to see much of a letdown because there's still so much pent-up demand out there, and prices continue to climb, so people want to get into their places. Like Even with condos, if you look at Markham, the average price last year for a condo was just under $520,000, Right now, we're about $1,000 under the $600,000 point for the average price of a condo in Markham. So your advice would be jump in now, don't wait? Jump in now. If you find a deal that's out there, it's better to take it now than risk losing buying power as prices continue to increase. After the break, the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board joins the show with a look ahead to the fall market. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. More with Asif Khan and Remax Prime Properties when we come back. At KS Floors, the only result we will accept is a satisfied customer. Our team specializes in interior finishing and designs. Our meticulous process ends only when you are completely satisfied. KS Floors has the suppliers that can be counted on for quality and the installers you can trust. Even in the current environment, we can safely provide a quote and installation so you have the confidence to move forward with your home improvement projects. For information or to schedule an appointment, go to ks-floors.ca or call us at 416-566-7523. Beautiful flooring, expertly installed. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties with today's guest. Asif? Thanks, Tina. We have a special treat for our listeners today. Jason Mercer, Chief Market Analyst for the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, joins us. Jason, welcome. Thanks very much. Jason, what an incredible bounce back from the pause that we had for the pandemic in April and May. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if you think about where we were at the end of 2019 and, and then obviously through most of the first quarter of, of 2020, I mean, we were on track for, you know, a near record or even record setting year in terms of home sales and price. Obviously, uh, the impact of COVID-19, particularly in, in April and May, um, there, there was certainly a lull there, but uh, at the same time, we saw a lot of pent up demand, um, which uh, started to be satisfied in July and, and even more so as we moved through August. 
August, and we saw you know record months both for for July and August. Um, that's both in the, the the city of Toronto as well as the surrounding uh, regions as well. So GTA wide, we've seen a lot of uh, a real bounce back in activity and and tightening market conditions and strong growth in uh, selling prices. And Jason, were you surprised even a little bit by the bounce back? Well, certainly, you know, when when we were looking at you know where things could go back uh, in in April and May, um, you know, I, I think everyone had their minds wrapped around the notion that this would be you know somewhat temporary in the sense that you know we we had public health concerns that we had to deal with with uh, you know various uh, um, you know rules regarding you know staying at home and and social distancing um, and, and what have you. But at, at the same time, I mean, I think there was light at the end of the tunnel knowing that, you know, we were working towards a vaccine and, and what have you. But I think, you know, initially we were thinking more towards, you know, sort of the, the fall winter of 2020 or, or even, you know, sort of moving into uh, into 2021. Um, but, you know, we did start to see, uh, number one, businesses adapt. Um, so, you know, people who were working uh, in, in sectors of the economy where they could make that, that transition from the bricks and mortar office to the home office, you know, a lot of those people fairly quickly became confident that a they're going to retain their employment, uh, and 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 b they'd be they'd be still uh, well positioned to to purchase and pay for a home um, over the uh, over the long term. And, and number two, I think as we saw uh, realtors and their clients adapt to, to new technologies to, to help them in in both the listing side and the purchase side of the transaction. So live stream open houses, obviously electronic signatures and what have you. Um, you know that also uh, streamlined the process. And, and made it easier for those people who are still um, interested in purchasing a home. And obviously, we've seen momentum there uh, over the last uh, two to three months. And it certainly gave the consumer some peace of mind that you know they didn't have to go into public open houses. There was virtual real estate had arrived, and you know, kudos to the agents on the Toronto Real General Real Estate Board that did adapt and took advantage of all the systems that Crea and Treb actually put into place to, to make things easier. And at the same time, you know, we, we were a little bit surprised as to the timing of the, the comeback, if you want to call it that, but not surprised in that it happened. And the pent-up demand that you spoke of is contributing to a you know, fairly healthy fall in terms of number of sales as we head into the fall. What do you think or, or what are your predictions for the next quarter? Well, I think certainly, I mean, you know, anecdotally, as we move through September, it would seem that, uh, you know, market activity uh, remains brisk. I think, you know, uh, and, and thinking about all the underlying preconditions, we're seeing an improvement in in, uh, in the labor market, particularly in those segments of the economy uh, that uh, uh, that are associated with, you know, above average earnings. It's, 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 you know, those sort of segments or those demographics that are often pointed um, at home ownership and, and those sectors of the economy, you know, have rebounded quite well. Um, on top of that, obviously, uh, um, potential home buyers are taking advantage of borrowing costs that are substantially lower than you know what we're seeing back in the in the first quarter in the pre-COVID period. And it's important to remember, even back during that period of time, with similar price point, uh, borrowing costs were actually a lot higher. And so it would make sense as we move forward um, that uh, that you know demand would remain uh, strong. I mean, obviously, all of this 
process, of course, is predicated that, that we continue to see, you know, a sustained, gradual, uh, reopening of the economy and, 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 uh, and, and, and we see that, uh, um, and we see an improvement in, in overall economic growth. Um, obviously we'll have to keep, uh, keep an eye on, uh, on, you know, the case count. Uh, which has been trending upwards, um, and, and so obviously, you know, if we see additional measures on the part of different levels of, of, of government to, to curb the case levels and what have you, then then that could have an impact on the economy. And so we'll we'll have to watch that closely and and sort of adjust our uh, our outlook as necessary. Now, Jason, in terms of residential sales, what were the drivers of the sales growth? Were they detached, semi-detached, townhomes? condo and apartment sales what exactly was it yeah it's interesting i mean if you look in and, and this is both in the in the greater toronto regions and also in the city of toronto um, we've seen the strongest growth on a year-over-year basis for for low-rise home types of so detached semis uh and uh and townhomes and that's not to say that condominium apartment sales haven't been up they have relative to to last year just not quite as strongly as what we saw um on the on the low-rise segments of the market and Jason, in terms of the 905, I know the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board has done a significant amount of work to make sure that municipalities don't implement a land transfer tax like Toronto has. And that has contributed to significant growth in terms of number of people moving into the region rather than the city of Toronto. How do you see that playing out as we move forward, uh, as municipalities try to make up you know, some some funds that they've lost over the COVID period. Do you anticipate them revisiting any of these issues and how does that contribute to the market itself? I mean, I haven't heard that in particular. I mean, certainly from the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board's perspective, um, you know, we don't feel a land transfer tax uh, is, is an efficient um, or fair tax. And, and, and uh, you know, we've made that point, obviously, in relation to, to the City of Toronto's uh, land transfer tax over time um, as well. And I, and I think, you know, there were concerns around, uh, um, you know, the, 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 the budgets for, for different uh, levels of, of government. Um, I think from the housing market's perspective, though, I mean, we have seen a substantial uh, rebound um, in the number of, uh, of, of home sales. And so the degree to which, say, the province or the city of Toronto benefits from, from land transfer tax, um, you know, they will, you know, recoup, you know, a lot of those losses uh, or perceived losses that they're, you know, thinking about or budgeting for um, back in, in, in April and May. It's just important to note that, you know, if you look at year-to-date home sales now, um, we're only down by single digits relative to where we were this time last year, and so obviously that's a that's a marked improvement, and, and that speaks to the strength of the recovery um, that we saw in the summer months. Now, Jason, what about in terms of the fact that um, folks didn't take vacations this year, or that you know there were low borrowing costs? How did these factor in, or how did they play a part in the bounce back? Yeah, I think the the, the vacation. Uh, um, you know, point you make is is, uh, is especially poignant because you know if you think about the regular seasonal nature of the housing market, um, you know you generally see you know a low in sales in the winter months, um, then moving to a peak in the spring, um, and then you see a bit of a drop off in in the summertime, and, and that makes sense. I mean, kids are out of school, people are are traveling uh, more frequently, especially traveling abroad, and, and obviously we didn't see a lot of that uh, this year, uh, and, and and so not. 
not only did we have pent up demand from the spring, people who otherwise would have purchased in say April, May, or June, but then you also had more people uh, simply, you know, in town in the GTA that uh, you know were 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 thinking more about uh, about purchasing a home. So I think the pent up demand from the spring played a big role, but also the fact that you know there was a lot more people you know remaining close to home and, and obviously would have been more in tune uh, with what was going on in the uh, in the real estate market. And that also has a lot to do with the detached market or the segment of the market that is detached homes and and even all the way up into cottage country. People are not afraid to upsize. I mean, there's there's families moving in together with their parents. There's people that want that extra space for homeschooling or for their home office. Is that the main contributor to the detached segment? And has it been made more affordable with the, uh, you know, the lowering of the interest rates. Sure. I mean, you know, when when we do consumer polling each year in the, in the fall and, and oftentimes in the spring uh, as well, one of the questions that we ask is, you know, what type of home are you intending on buying over the next year? Um, and and you know, by and large, you know, the the majority of intending home buyers are still pointed at that uh, low rise market. So, you know, a lot of households still have that detached or semi detached home um, on their mind, and that's what they're looking to to purchase. And and certainly that would even be more so for for uh, you know families that that have more people and obviously need uh, need more space and I think you know when you're thinking about boring costs all else being equal lower boring costs obviously uh, lead to to more affordable uh, um, you know mortgage payments principal and interest payments uh, um, relative to your income um, and, and and so definitely you know as I, as I mentioned earlier we were we were seeing strong demand for for ownership housing in the first quarter of the year when interest rates are higher. Um, so certainly, you know, that would play a role uh, of, you know, stimulating, you know, people moving back into the marketplace over the last few months and, and, uh, and likely moving forward as well. Great points, Jason. You know, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. You've got some great insight, and we look forward to uh, having you on again. If our listeners want to get more information on the numbers or want to check out some of the Market Watch archives, where can they go? Absolutely. You can go to uh, trreb.ca, um, and then right on the, the, the homepage, you'll see uh, links to the, uh, the market statistics, including our monthly Market Watch publication. They can also uh, search for active listings in real time um, from the same website, trreb.ca. That's great. That's awesome. Thank we look you, forward Jason. to having you on again and uh, wrapping up 2020 with uh, your insight and projections for the new year. Thank you. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. When we come back, this week's hot listing and your questions. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions, and the first one comes from Julia in Richmond Hill. As she prepares her home to sell, Asif, do you think she should really showcase her home office and outdoor patio and pool area? What do you think? Those would be fabulous areas to showcase, especially with what's happening right now. People are looking for more space. They're looking for entertaining areas and especially the home office. So if you do have 
a nice patio and pool area, you want to show that off as best you can. Keep the pool open as long as you can this year because that's going to sell the property. We've had more demand for pools this year than we've ever had before. And that pool, you know, that argument about a pool maybe detracting from the the property and things like that, that has gone out the window because people can't travel. So they need a pool, a hot tub. They're looking for properties like this so that they can enjoy themselves at home and feel like they're uh, at a staycation. That's for sure. Our next question is from Clive in Concord. He wants to know where he should invest at this time, downtown condos or a house north of York Region. And we kind of touched on this earlier in the show, didn't we, Asif? We did, and, and Clive, there's there's a lot of really good deals in downtown condos right now. And by good deals, I mean with the amount of inventory that we have for downtown condos, you can certainly get a deal. And when you look at the big picture, the price is going to go up. So if you're looking to be downtown, again, it's a lifestyle kind of decision because if you like the hustle, the bustle of the, the downtown core, and that's where you want to be, there are some really good deals. On the flip side, if you're looking to get away from the city, if you want more land, if you want that pool, uh, the pool size lot even, you're looking at the northern areas and, and York region included. There's some fantastic deals up north. And Asif, we have just enough time for the On the Market hot listing. What have you got for us this week? Thank you, Tina. Joining us is Heather Cooper from Remax Prime Properties. Heather, welcome back. Thanks, Asif. Heather, we're looking at the King George School Lost and Townhomes in our event that's coming up once again this weekend. Tell our listeners a little bit about what these are and where they're located. This is such a cool project. King George School Lost and Townhomes is a unique and historic development by Rose Court in conjunction with Audex to restore Newmarket's oldest public school, which was built in 1912. The school has been transformed into only 11 exclusive lofts ranging from 640 square feet to 1,250 square feet, and are starting out only $589,000. Now, alongside the school loft is a collection of executive loft-style townhomes. There are two- and three-bedroom townhomes available, featuring 2,100 square feet with an unfinished basement and a double garage, and these are starting at $1,295,000. Now, what makes these lofts and townhomes so unique are the finishes and the preservation of the historic components. These units feature 13-foot ceilings, gorgeous crown moldings, they have huge energy-efficient windows, and some have original exposed brick. And the townhomes feature 10-foot ceilings on both the main and second level, high-end stainless steel appliances, including a gas range, they have luxurious stone and marble countertops, deep soaker tubs, and large glass walk-in showers. So the builder was able to create an open loft design while incorporating a cozy and contemporary feel. It's unlike anything else being built right now. That sounds awesome. And when we're looking at the price points, Heather, these, like the lofts are priced at less than some of the condos that are being built there. And the townhomes, for the luxury that you're getting, the feel that you're getting in these townhomes, it's unlike anything else that's in that area. It really, truly is. So Rose Corp, they are actually a boutique real estate development firm with extensive experience and commitment to preservation of historic buildings. So it's not your typical builder project that you would see every day. And historic Newmarket, I mean, you're you're right down the street from the hospital. You're minutes to the 404, the 400, Upper Canada Mall is right there. The perfect location for someone that wants to be 
in the heart of almost like a downtown with a luxury feel. That's absolutely right. It's walking distance to a lot of amenities. And these are actually close to completion. So the lofts are um, ready in about 90 days, and the townhomes will be ready in about 45 days. And people can buy with only a 10% deposit, five on signing, and then you've got 5% on either the 45 days or on closing. Wow, that's amazing. So that's 5% down to hold your spot for this loft or this townhouse, and then you don't have to pay anything until either the closing or after 45 days. Absolutely. That's how it works, yeah. And Heather, we're going to be at this location between 1 and 5 today and tomorrow. If listeners want to reach out to us, give them a phone number that they can call and also the address where they can come and see us. Absolutely. So to book an appointment, you can give us a call at 905-554-5522. The location um, is 400 Park Avenue in Old Newmarket. That's where the sales office is, and that's where we will be um, today and tomorrow. Have a great afternoon, guys, and that's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.